Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ah, uh, yes. Hour number two. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope it's going well. So, so far, as I said, has been the nicest day of the week. I think I, may t- I might take my son for a, uh, a, an abbreviated walk after the show before he goes to bed. I think that's, uh, that's the plan. I need to start moving again. I have, I have not been to the gym since last week. I am, I am not proud of myself. I, I've, I've fallen out of a routine. Usually, you know, beginning of the week, I'll, it, when I'm doing a different shift, I will say, all right, I'm going to do this, you know, Usually, I've been going to the gym at 3 in the morning, as I've talked about. Uh, obviously, I can't do that with this shift, so I should be going at night. But, you know, I, I didn't say that. Finally, today, I said to my wife, hey, I think later tonight I'm just going to go to the gym um, after, you know, our son's asleep and everything. That's how we talk. I say our son. I don't call him by his name. Uh, and, <laughs> and she goes, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, but it's just, oof. It's been a rough week. Rough week. And the world of uh, working out for Joe Beamer. We'll get back there. We got the turkey trot coming up um, and everything. So keep those uh, suggestions coming in because we will, I promise, get back to this topic if it's not today, tomorrow. Uh, and I've kept the texts. So whenever we do get back to it, your text will be read, I promise. Um, but I, I do want to uh, go to the debate for a little bit. I know David talked about it. He did a great job uh, talking about I, I, I'll tell you, you know, when David gets in the zone, which is every day, 10 to 2, uh, you just can't turn your radio off. And just like has been the case every day, uh, could not turn, um, not that I would want to turn David's show off, but, you know, he gets in a groove and he just goes, um, and it's it's very informative radio, and appreciate David every day, 10 to 2 here on WBEM. And, and thinking of the debate that aired 9.30 here on WBEM, you know, of course, you're going to have people that said, oh, well, pulling cars won. Or, of course, Casilio won. But I have a feeling most people go into debates already having an idea of who won, right? This isn't, this isn't 1960, right? You've seen the candidates out and about since they both declared. You know the candidates. You know what the other candidate's going to say about their opponent, I mean, there's, there's really just nothing left. It, it, it's not, you know, uh, you always hear about the Kennedy-Nixon debate, right? And the way it changed politics. 
because it was a televised debate and you got to see the the candidates react to criticism. Right? It, it was it was a televised debate and back in 1960 you only had 3 channels. And if I were to assume correctly, they all carried the debate. Now, I mean, unfortunately, there are people who didn't even know there was a debate going on this morning in Western New York. Not in just Western New York, in Erie County. There are people in Erie County that didn't know the debate was going on. So it's not like the old days. It's not like the, the, the uh, first few presidential debates. And that doesn't just go for the county executive debate. That goes for presidential debates. Think about it. Think about uh, three years ago. Think about five... Oh. Joe, do your math correctly, seven years ago. I mean, the people who are watching debates are people who are just already 100% committed to their candidate. You don't have that many people who are thinking about who they're going to vote for and watching the debate as intently as those who already do. So I would say that in 2023, debates are swaying less people than they were in, nine, in 1960. And by the way, I'm not saying that's right. Like I'm saying, if you don't know who you're voting for, you should probably be listening to the, to the debate. Like if you're a independent or a moderate on one end or the other, and you're considering, oh, maybe I'll vote for this person this time. Like you haven't made up your mind. Like that's what the debates are for. Unfortunately, I think in our political world, you have less of those people watching a debate like today in even a presidential debate, then again, the people who they went in Casilio fans or they went in Mark Polonkar supporters and they're coming out uh, Casilio supporters are coming out Mark Polonkar supporters. I mean, what about today's debate was new? This is all stuff we heard. Right? We've heard the attacks. We, we, we've, uh, we've, and again, we've heard the responses. You know, and... and here, I'm, I'm sitting here saying this, but on October 29th, I mean, there's obvious things I have to ask the candidates about. Now, I think I might push a little more on the questions. But you know what you have to ask these candidates. And you have to, you know, um, what you can't do in a debate, which I'm, I'm happy we're going to be able to do here on Hardline, is the moderator can ask the follow-up, right? It's not the same back and forth between the candidates that we're going to hear again um, again next week. It'll be a follow-up from the moderator who asked the original question. So, uh, again, nothing from today's debate made me go, wow, I got to rethink this. But maybe it did for you. 803-0930, star 930. Did anything stick out from today's debate? Did anything sway your vote? Maybe it didn't sway it one way or the other, or maybe it swayed it more one way. Does that make any sense? Um, and, and what is your advice to the candidates for the next uh, debate? What's your advice for the moderators in the next debate? What is it about these two that you want to hear? Is there something today you wanted to hear that you didn't, that you want to be addressed but you didn't? 803-0930, star 930 gets you on the show. I mean, I will tell you this. The one thing from the debate that was abundantly clear is that Mark Polonkars has been in politics for a long time. And I'm not saying that as the insult 
he might uh, he might take it. I mean, he is very well polished. He is a politician. He's got his go-to answer. You bring up Donald Trump, he gets angry, right? I mean, he is very much a politician. Boom, 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 boom. He's not gonna let you. He's not gonna say something that you can spin. He, the one thing I think, and again. I do think it is funny, and I I will tell him I, I've I've told him this before. I've said this uh, when we, when I interviewed him last time. The the, the thing about Mark Polonkars is, it's it's funny how much he talks about he he, he dislikes Donald Trump. Mark Polonkars and Donald Trump are pretty uh, pretty from, uh, pretty similar, and what I mean is, neither of them like to admit when they were wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've never heard either of them say they were wrong. Again, I think that I, I think there's something. Uh, I think there's something to admitting when you screwed up, admitting a mistake, right? Like, for example, Mark Polonkar is gonna you know just put that one on him. Yes, I waited too long to issue a travel ban. Should have been more. You know, should have done more to let people know this is gonna be a bad storm. Stay home. You know, Donald Trump, yeah, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have uh, appointed Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI. I, I mean, again, but these are two men who would never admit they're wrong and never have. Um, so I do find, I, I, I've said that. I mean, Donald Trump and Mark Cars both love using social media. <laughs> they like to attack the other party on social media, and they won't admit when they were wrong. But again, I, I wasn't surprised at the way the county executive addressed the questions he was asked. But we already knew that's how he was going to address it. And for for Chrissy Casilio, again, she's not a politician. This is her first debate. I would say there are, there are things, questions she could have answered better. I think David pointed that out. Again, you know, Maybe some coaching, maybe some um, prep for the debate in a debate setting. Again, I don't know that they didn't do that. But this is what you're going to have. I mean, again, we've, we've seen the non-politician debate the politician. The, the answers are very different. The way the answer is presented is very different. But with all that said, my answer is still the same. At the end of the day, this debate did not sway anybody. And it would have taken... One of the candidates saying they were pulling out of the race for this debate, to, in my opinion, for this debate to sway anyone. I mean, is there really, and I hate to put it this way, is there anyone in, in Erie County who doesn't know, well, let me, is there anyone in Erie County who's actually going to show up and vote for the Erie County executive who doesn't know who they're voting for? Does that person exist in Erie County? I would argue they don't. I would, I would say, especially in, in, in this race, the county executive has been under a microscope since COVID, right? And, I mean, to be fair, he put himself in that situation. And I, did, I do think Chris Casilio did a good job of pointing out, well, he made sure he was on TV every day issuing COVID press conferences. So he, he put himself in the, uh, under the microscope. I mean... And when you're in office for as long as he's been in office, you know, people are going to get, people are, are going to kind of 
get tired of the same person being there, right? I mean, we saw it in the mayoral race, right? Now, again, was that people being uh, people getting sick of the same person in office, or was that Mayor Byron Brown getting, uh, I don't want to say lazy, but not running uh, a primary campaign? Turns out it was that the mayor wasn't running a primary campaign because when it came to the actual election, he won. My whole point is, I do think people in local elections, more than national elections, and we are, I mean, we are such a divided country. You know, when you see these debates, when you see um, political ads, you're going after such a small percentage of people because so many people have already made up their mind. People already know who they're going to vote for. So 8030930930, am I wrong here? Did, did this debate sway you one way or the other? Is there something more you'd like to hear from one or both of the candidates? What is a question you'd like a moderator to bring up in the next debate? Or what's a question you'd like me to ask? It, it's very nice to be in this situation, Tanner, let me tell you. I get to talk to both candidates in uh, less than two weeks. So I can take this advice. This is actually prep for Joe Beamer. I'm using the audience as prep for Joe Beamer. Was there something that you did not hear? I I do have to say this, and this is not a criticism. I think what they do at St. Joe's is great, and I applaud them, and I know it can't be easy to stand up and ask these um, candidates questions, uh, especially when you know it's being televised online, it's being broadcast on the radio. I would say I thought the way the campaign ad with a question was presented I thought that was kind of clunky, if you ask me, and I hope I'm using that word correctly. Um, I I think it should have just been presented of, here's your opponent's campaign ad. You now have two minutes to respond to the campaign ad. I don't know why we had to to throw the question in with the campaign ad. I thought it was a little confusing. And again, I just thought it was unnecessary. Now, I'm not a debate person. I'm not an overly political person, so maybe I'm in the wrong there. But it was, it was difficult on the radio to follow because I originally thought they were just responding to their campaign ad. And then you have someone ask a question on top of the campaign ad. It was, it was confusing. And um, I just didn't like, I, I, I wish they would change that next time. So that's my only criticism to St. Joe's is maybe next time you just have them respond to the campaign ad and we don't throw the extra question in there. So, 803-0930, star 930. Only Volkswagen of Ultra Pack Tech Support. And, and, you know, I hope this doesn't come across. You know, I try, to, I try not to be overly mean, <laughs> right? Uh, maybe that doesn't make a, me a good talk show host. I don't know. But I, I, do, I do agree with this in a way and I, I I gotta watch my words because I don't want I, I don't think anyone would cancel on me but this texter says I listened to the debate with the hope I would be persuaded to vote for Chrissy the Republicans never get a give us a good candidate for county executive or mayor and again I think Chrissy Caselio is a, a, a good person um I I think her campaign obviously she sees the problems with Erie County I don't doubt that uh and there are problems with Erie County and you know I think 
She has been given a lot of stuff to work with over the last year of the polling cars administration, right? I mean, just in August alone, I think the scandals with the county executive really helped her campaign and maybe are still helping her campaign. But I would say this, and, you know, maybe she pulls the upset in November. We'll see. I mean, there's there's time left. Um, and like I said, I think she's got a lot of stuff to work with. Uh, if you just look at, if you even if you take COVID out of it, I think she has a lot of stuff to work with in the last year of the polling cars administration. But you would think this is the election that the Republicans run a known candidate. And I am not one of these people who's saying we have to stick to, you know, established politicians all the time and there's no room for an outsider. No, no. I think outsiders are, 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 are fine. And, and, and here's the thing. I agree with uh, Chrissy Casilio when she says that the government should be run like a business. I, I think right there is a huge difference between established politician and the campaign that um, Casilio is running. But you would think after COVID, I mean, take out all the other stuff, right? Because the stuff in August, the migrant situation, that wasn't really here when they were picking a candidate. And you would think, right, just after COVID alone, I know I, I'm now going back on what I said, just ever after COVID alone, you would think enough people could be persuaded to vote against the county executive, to vote for a Republican. And now, I don't know who was offering to run. I don't know who wanted it, who didn't want it. But you would think for this election, again, this takes nothing away from Christy Casilio. I, I hope it doesn't sound that it, it's taking anything away from Christy Casilio. But you would think for this election, the Republicans would pick a, a known name with a background that could beat uh, the county ex- who, that could defeat the county executive in November. Right? And, and yes, as much as I don't think debates um, play into the election as much as they used to, someone that, you know, could stand up there and, and, and do the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba that an established politician would do. I mean, there are just some elections that are winnable in the fact that you just it, it takes the right person to win it. And when you're in a county that is more Democrats than Republicans, sometimes you've got to pick which candidate's best at this time for this election. And I would just say, you've got some big-name Republicans in Erie County, last time I checked, aren't doing anything. You're telling me none of them wanted to run? And again, that's no offense to to Chrissy Casilio, and I I hope no one takes it at that. Like I said, I— Maybe she pulls the upset in November. Uh, regardless, maybe she was on to have a, a, a great, um, a great political career. Not saying that's what she wants. I mean, she's she's uh, built a business. But you would think for this election against Mark Polencars, who uh, again, we, we, we've said it was pointed out in the debate today. Mark Polencars not wasn't very well liked dur- uh, during COVID, right? Uh, he seems to get offended when people don't agree with him, right? Everything that happens, it's always the Republicans' fault, on his, according to his Twitter page. And he's been in office for a long time. Like, this, you would think, would be approached as a winnable election. Again, 
would name recognition with someone with somewhat of a political background had been the better choice for Republicans here. Texter, I get what you're saying. And I don't disagree. 803-0930, star 930 gets you on the show. Do you disagree with me? And it's fine if you do. You know, like uh, David said it earlier, that's what makes good radio. 803-0930, star 930. Were you persuaded at all uh, by either of the candidates? Were you swayed to vote one way or the other? Are you a former pulling cars voter who's thinking of voting for Casilio? Uh, 803-0930, star 930. And do you think, and I, I just don't mean this question to be offensive, but I got to ask it. Do you think the Republican Party should have gone with a more recognizable name in this election. 803-0930, start at 30. Beamer in for Bowerly on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, we talked about this on Monday, uh, but Rite Aid closing 150 stores nationwide, closing three in the Western New York area. I'm only getting two on this list, though. Uh, one of them already out of business, already packed up and closed, didn't have an out of, uh, going out of business sale. Now, I, I don't like to see anything close. I mean, even, you know, national chains, they employ local people. So you don't like to see local jobs uh, go. Um, however... If you're going to close a store, I mean, at least have the going out of business sale. They must have just transferred all their stuff to an, a different writing. I'm guessing that's what they did. Uh, but, you know, I, I said this on Monday. I'll say it again. Nothing beats the mishmash electronic section at Rite Aid. I hope in their um, bankruptcy restructuring, they don't eliminate the electronic section. 
that's the best thing. They might think this is not a joke. I just want everyone to know I'm not saying this to be funny. The mishmash electronic section at Rite Aid is, I'm telling you, we got to save it. We've got to save it. If you missed what I said on on Monday, uh, it's got everything. You'll find random Wii games, random Nintendo GameCube, PS2 games. You'll find some new stuff there, too. You know, I think last time I went, I saw Now That's What I Call Music 3 still wrapped like it's brand new. And it was a few months ago, I went there, and they had VHS tapes that you can record on. Like, just sitting there. Like I said, a mishmash of of electronic stuff. So I hope, if anyone from Rite Aid's listening, don't eliminate that. It's the best thing you got going. I go there just to see what the Rite Aid, oh, a different Rite Aid? What baseball cards do they have? That's number one. Number two, what cool stuff do they have in their mishmash electronic section? So that, this is my plea. Uh, but sad news that they are closing three stores here in Western New York. Uh, also some sad news that we might get to a little later. Um, Geico eliminating 5.5% of jobs here in Western New York as part of a major, um, not major, but as part of a nationwide layoff. So as, um, you know, there are workers today that thought they had you know, had a job when they went in and are now um, walking out, unfortunately. So that um, that news, you have two layoffs around the uh, around the area, and you don't like to see that. Like I said, I, I you know, I, I hated seeing Bed Bath and Beyond clothes, not because I used to work there. Um, but because, you know, those are jobs that are being eliminated. And it's um, it's sad when you see that. Uh, the other Rite Aid that's closing is the one on Main Street um, downtown. So downtown will be without a pharmacy. Uh, we talked about that a little earlier. I don't know why I don't remember that. All right. Now back to what we were talking about. First, the, um, the text board. I'm, so, I'm all over the place, guys. I'm sorry. The text board. Uh, most places when they go to close up a location, they liquidate everything inside for real cheap uh, is because they are in financial situations and they need to make money as quick as possible. Uh, obviously, Rite Aid isn't doing that. They're going to move all that stuff to another location. And uh, the Rite Aid on Broadway in Depew, right near my house, seems like they are open for business one day and then two days later, the whole place was cleaned out. Is that the one? Oh, no, on Broadway. Oh, so that one closed. Not on the list. But I feel that way about the one on Harlem at Genesee. I mean, they just they just redid the entire outside of that Rite Aid. They put the new Rite Aid look. And next thing you know, it's closed. And that was a that not that it's the biggest thing you can do, but they, they literally changed the whole outside of the store to fit their new Rite Aid look. But to be fair, there is a Rite Aid literally right down the street on Genesee. And right down the street on Harlem, on Harlem. So that Rite Aid was kind of between two Har- uh, two Rite Aids, pretty close, right? I mean, the one on Genesee is what two lights down Genesee. There's another Rite Aid. So that kind of made sense why they would close that one. There's that that situation in um, Orchard Park, right? There's like a Rite Aid right after a Rite Aid uh, when you're going down Union uh, in Orchard Park, West Seneca area. And like I said, I said this on Monday. I don't, I don't understand. You know, I I think of Harlem Road in Amherst, Harlem and Kensington, 
Is that Amherst, Chittawaga, whatever that is. Um, I grew up there. I've always questioned what exactly, what town that's considered. But Harlem and Kensington, there's a Walgreens, a Rite Aid, and a CVS. And I just wonder how all three of those, literally right next to each other. I mean, you can you walk out of CVS, you're in the Rite Aid parking lot. I don't understand how those three stay in business. I mean, I'm glad they are. I'm glad there are jobs available in Western New York. I'm just saying, I don't understand how... Uh, how all three, in a world where we like to do everything at once, we order stuff online, people get some of their prescriptions online now, right? People can get their prescriptions at their grocery store, at Target, at Walmart. It, it, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, again, jobs are not being eliminated. I just, to me, it doesn't make sense how these places are staying in business, especially when they're literally right next to each other. I mean, you walk out of CVS, you're in Target, all right? You're in Rite Aid. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, but an interesting... Sad story, as uh, as we're seeing three locations closing here in Western New York. All right, back to the debate. 803-0930, star 930. What do you think about the debate? Did it sway you one way or, or another? Is your mind already made up? Was there something that wasn't addressed? You know, uh, again, you, you, you had t- the tweets brought up with Chrissy Casilio. You had the police report brought up with the county executive, you had COVID brought up, you had the migrant situation brought up. I I have to say, and maybe this is because Bart Polonkars doesn't think he has that he's not being challenged. Uh, I, I do think it's interesting that he sticks by his original comments. Uh, he's canceled any more migrants coming to Buffalo, but says that he sticks by his initial comments. Again, it's, it's trying to have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're no longer accepting migrants because we learned that they weren't being vetted like you said. But if you were still in that situation, so according to Mark Polongar's in in the debate today, if we got the DeLorean and went back to May, he would, knowing everything we know now, he would still allow the migrants into Erie County. I think that's irresponsible as the county executive. And again, I, I, I don't have a problem saying that, and I, I don't have a problem um, saying that when he's in studio. I, I think we would get a more in-depth answer, and that's what I'm hoping for on the hard line. This, this whole hour, just a promo for that hard line? Uh, that's what I'm hoping out of that hard line episode, you know, is that I can get more in-depth and I can follow up, right? Same with Chrissy Casilio when, when talking about her tweets. But again, I, I think the county executive, I think his tweets could also be examined, right? Some of the things that he tweeted, uh, that he tweets, I mean, again— if anything bad happens, according to the county executive, it's always Republicans' fault. You know, I, I mean, not much, uh, not much uni- unifying the county with uh, with the tweets that we see, and you know, some of the tweets that he likes and retweets. I, again, if if we're going, if he's going to point to the to people uh, on the Casilio campaign or people who support Casilio, well, what about the people? You know, again. He talks about all the things on social media, right? And the things, and again, I, I think some of the things people tweet at Mark Polonkars is ridiculous, right? But then I'll see him tweet stuff from accounts that, you know, say just is bad stuff, but toward the other side. So do you not like the tweets because they're pointed at you? Or do you not like the content of the tweets regardless of who they're pointed at? Again, Something I will ask 
um, when we have him in studio on Hardline. I think it's a fair way to look at it. Because if we're going to examine her social media use, which is fair, right? I think we should also examine the county executive's social media. You know, um, calling out this station several times, calling out Channel 4, calling out reporters because they did a poll. Back, and I, we, we talked about it on this very show. During COVID, Hannah Bueller, formerly of Channel 7, was running a, a poll just asking viewers their thoughts on the mandates. I believe that was the, the point of it. I think it was the mandates, uh, but it was something to do with COVID. Now, that's, uh, does he not watch local news? That's what, we, that's what they do. Hey, we, we want to get your thoughts. We want to know what you're doing here, right? I mean, again, that's using social media, branching out, trying to bring in new viewers. And he was very critical of that being pulled through a tweet from my former professor over at the Buffalo News. Um, so I, I think it's fair. We're going to look at one way. We have to look at both of them. And I think it's fair to ask Chrissy Casilio about her tweets. I think it's fair to ask the county executive about his tweets and his social media use. Um, but again, you can't really follow up your questions in a debate setting. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. And let me ask you this. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be offensive. Do you think the Republican Party could have run a better candidate? I think that's a fair question to ask. And, and, and that's no offense to Christy Casilio. But for this election, against this county executive, what I think is a very winnable election for Republicans, do you believe the Republican Party should have run someone else? Should have run someone with more name recognition, maybe someone with a little bit of a background in politics? Again, that's not to say that Chrissy Casilio is not a good candidate. That's not to say that she won't have a, a, a great political career. It's not to say she won't win in November. All I'm saying is in this election, in this situation, should the Republican Party have picked someone else? 803-0930, star 930. That's the number to get on talking about the debate that you heard live here on News Radio 930 WBEN where you swayed one way or the other. Did this debate really do anything for anybody? Uh, maybe points you thought that were missed, questions you would like to hear asked either at the next debate or on Hardline, 803-0930, star 930. And could the Republican Party have run a different candidate? Do you think it would have made a difference in this election? Again, the election's not over. Chrissy Casillo, could, uh, she might even be up in the polls. I haven't seen any polls. My, whole, my point is, I think it's a very winnable election against this county executive, and I think name recognition may help. I could be proven wrong. I, I, I'm, I'm just giving an opinion. Uh, let's go to Jason in West Seneca. Jason, your thoughts. Hi. I, um, I think Ms. Casilio missed out on a, a great opportunity. I mean, two years ago, COVID happened, and we've seen the most tyrannical government procedures, local, state, and federal, than we have ever seen in our lifetime. And, I mean, between the lockdowns, the small businesses that were crushed and closed down, never to reopen, the landlords who still have not recouped rent, you know what I mean, from these type of things. It's just he, this guy absolutely squashed this economy by doing what he did in his actions, just towing the line for the Democrat Party on what they wanted. And I think if she were to bring that up in the next and just keep on it, I mean, I think she could actually rattle him and cause him to say something stupid and buffoon-like. 
because we all know who Poland Cars really is, where his ego leads him. And I'm just saying, I for, for COVID, and I, you might disagree with this, every year uh, 28 to 30 million people die of the flu or pneumonia, a lot of them elderly. But the, you look at the years with COVID, it was less than 10,000 they labeled as that, and yet 28 to 30 million people died of COVID. Hospitals got paid 13,500 to label it COVID death. The amount of vax injuries from these mandates, the amount of vax deaths that had happened, like this guy should really be put on the hot seat on it. And the, the media never takes him to the hot seat on it. And I'd like to see at least a candidate do it. And she may actually get people who would never waste time going out voting to actually show up and vote if they were reminded of the horrors of what he did in COVID. You know, that, Jason, I will say this. Now, I, the numbers, I'm, I'm not sure. I, 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 I haven't checked your numbers. But COVID alone, the COVID topic alone, I am surprised, has kind of taken a backseat in this campaign. Because, like you said, people have been reminded. And again, Mark Polonkar's uh, response to that would be, well, it was New York State. But he didn't push back. Like you said, he just went along with what his party w- w- uh, wanted to say. I, I, I think COVID... Uh, with the migrants, I, I think COVID and the migrants are a um, are, are are a topic that is worth bringing up, and I'm surprised it hasn't taken um, the attention in this campaign that it that it should have. Uh, and and again, you could tie that in with migrants. Now, uh, Jason, we not we're not even sure if these migrants are vaccinated yet. They made such a big deal uh, when the vaccine first came out to get vaccinated if you want to leave your house. It, it is funny how it was, you know, rules for us, but not for those who. Um, you know, uh, have come into um, to New York via New York City. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I'm not a fan of the vaccine at all. I'm glad I never took it. In fact, I never met anyone who took it who was actually glad they did take it. They say it's the day and age. Right, Even but if you're going to make us know? get if you're going to make us get a vax card, right? You know, yeah. it makes such a big deal about it. Uh, again, it's funny how it's not a big deal for the migrants who we can't vet uh, when they come into the into the country. Yeah, I hope she does better on the next one on that. I mean, if I could vote for her, I would, but I live in Chautauqua County, and I'm already fighting my own local thing for their type of stuff they do. But I wish I could vote up here for you guys, man. I really do. But I'm just saying, if she pushes back on these issues, you got to understand, most people, they're apathetic. They know Democrats, Republicans, it's all the same. They're in it for themselves, and they don't bother voting. And more people vote the lesser of two evils, not realizing they're still voting for evil. You know, but if you actually get a candidate who's willing to stand up against state and federal government, you would actually get a lot more people to show up and vote. Yeah. Hey, Jason, uh, appreciate the call. I, I would say this. My, my only my only thing would be don't inflate numbers. I, don't even use numbers, right, when it comes to COVID and stuff. I, I mean, here's the thing. COVID came in. We, we didn't know how to deal with it. My big thing about COVID is when you ask people if you would do it all over again and they say yes. I, I think that's something to really, to really get them on because, yeah, the COVID restrictions – hurt small business, COVID restrictions hurt local and small business, you know. Um, and, you know, the the COVID lockdowns led to a lot of other issues. And we're not even sure if the COVID lockdowns really did anything to help stop the spread of COVID. I mean, COVID still spread. You know what I mean? Um, so those are things I would definitely uh, follow up on. And, and like I said, again, you don't have to be a, a fan of the vaccine, to point out, well, you know, we had to get a vaccine to do this, this, and this. Are the migrants vaccinated? Are they getting vaccines um, over at the Red Roof Inn? Uh, again, I, I think that's a, I think it's a fair question. Uh, but I am surprised that COVID did not get the spotlight because, you know, it doesn't matter your party. Um, there are people who think the COVID lockdowns went 
a little too far, if not way too far. And again, to a point where do we know that these lockdowns really stopped the spread of COVID? Uh, 803-0930 starting at 30. But my other goal, my other line would be don't inflate the numbers, right? Don't, if you don't know the real numbers, don't use numbers is what I would say for that. Because again, you don't want to give, you don't want to give them another TV ad. And that goes for Mark Polongars and that goes for Chris Casillo. 803-0930 starting at 30 back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 